This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is entitled Impact. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you the crazy ripple effect helping others can have in your life. So this is a weird situation for me. As I'm sitting down to record podcasts, in between recording shows, I've shared with you, I'll record three, four, five, sometimes 10 at a time. When inspiration strikes, I just go. And that's where I'm at today. And in between podcasts, I literally reach down on the ground. My phone's on the floor in the studio. In case it vibrates, it doesn't upset the, the, the flow of the studio. So it's on the carpet and I pick it up and I look at it. As I'm looking at it, I see a message into my Facebook Messenger. Okay, there's no big surprise there, right? Like you right now, how many messages do you probably get a day? Whether it's one or 20 or 200, we all get messages, right? Especially with all the crazy bots and all the dumb stuff that goes on in the world. Half the time I'm getting messages from people offering me links to see things that I don't even want to see. Look like fake dummy accounts, all the crazy stuff, right? Not today ISIS style stuff. But in that, I'm looking through the messages on my business page, that Ryan Nidell page that has, you know, access to everybody. And I see a message from a woman. And as I'm looking at this message from the woman, I, I, I don't know who she is. Right? Like I see her first and last name, and I'm going to leave that anonymous for right now because of protecting her and her family. And so there's this, there's this thing that's went on, right? Like I, I put out this one of seven challenge. And not really a challenge, just knowing something spoke to me energetically that some of you listening, maybe you yourself, were searching for something better than you had achieved and had realized that I might have the skills required to get you from where you are at to where you want to arrive to. And so in that one of seven, I got the opportunity to speak with 60 or 70 of you. I don't even know how many. I'll just make up numbers at this point. Call me a liar later. I speak to a bunch of you. Maybe it was even you as you're listening. And some of our conversations led to a fact that we decided to work together. And one individual from, again, smack dab in the middle of the country, incredible guy, he happens to come into my life in a time where he is uncertain of himself. He has had tons of volatility swirling around him. He's had issues as it pertains to his family. He's searching more peace, production, and prosperity in his job. He struggled with loss and limiting beliefs. He's, he's got all the stories that we all have, right? There's things that I'm saying that inevitably you're listening to and like, man, that sounds like me. But in that, he wants to work with me. And I'll drop the hammer right now. Working with me is not a free proposition. What I have found time and time again in life is when you give something away for free, people do not value it. Think about a trade show you were at or a carnival or even when you walk through the supermarket and you get the free sample. How much value do you actually put on something that you don't pay for? The answer is next to nothing. So in that, in the one of seven, my typical clients are ten dollars to $15,000 clients. 
There's different packages and different structures, and that doesn't really matter. But in this, that's nowhere near what happened for the 107 clients. I try to meet everybody exactly where they're at. Where this, this one individual, the individual I'm speaking of right now, was just very transparent. He says, look, I need this more than I need air. There's something about you that I just believe in. But man, I just don't have all the cash that's required to make this work. And so he was the first person that I spoke to that didn't have the required amount of income. And let me rephrase that. He had ample income. He didn't have the disposable income and didn't want to jeopardize his family. Big difference. In that, of course, call me a bleeding heart. Call me someone that cares. Call me someone that's hell-bent on making a change in the world. I said, look, brother, I'll meet you where you're at. If you tell me you're good for the cash, you're good for the cash. I don't have any reason but to believe you. You came really clean with me about a bunch of stuff on our, I call it our client intake questionnaire. And that's not a questionnaire that he filled out and sent in. We spent an hour, hour and a half getting to know each other on the phone because I take this shit very seriously. If you can't tell me the truth, we can't work together. If I don't know for certain I can help you, we don't work together. If I don't know you're all the way in, we don't work together. It's a unique position, right? I get to be in the driver's seat. I get to pick and choose who I spend hours every week with. Because our training and what I take people through ends up literally being about 55 hours of time together. I don't expect you to understand how that works right now. This is not a pitch to get you somewhere. This is building the, the legs for this table that we're going to stand on in a second. So in this, this individual, he's went through a lot of stuff. He's got a big household with a bunch of kids. He's got relationships with some of his kids that aren't at the level that he wishes they were at. He's got daughters from previous marriages from his wife, and he's got his own kids and his own tribe. And he's got, it's a blended family, right? No different than I have. And his oldest daughter has left the house and she's, tr she's trying to figure out her way in life. And it hurts him. Like He doesn't want her to go through the same trials and tribulations he's went through. He's got a middle daughter that's experiencing her own immense level of trauma from, I'll just phrase it as some in, inappropriate things that happened to her with men. He's got his own things going on with not knowing what to do inside his professional career, not being fulfilled, wanting to go on his own, having doubt around that. He's got an, almost an estranged relationship with his wife. Like that they're not happy. They're still living together, still on the same roof, but he doesn't remember when he dated her or was able to show love and affection for her the right way. These are all things he's, he's sharing with me. Okay, as, as him and I have bounced down this path together, here we are, uh, give or take four weeks into this process. Right, and four weeks is not a long time. That includes a week of pre-training where I'm not really doing things. I'm just setting up frameworks for them and establishing new core competencies and how they operate. But in that, I look at this as we're three weeks and we are 21 or 22 days into some intense, deep-ass training. He happened to be a client that I got the privilege of speaking with today. In speaking with him today, he literally shares with me, brother, just so you know, you can share my story on the podcast. I laughingly feed back to him, my friend, that's not going to happen until you come on as a guest. I meant that. I'm not going to sell his story all the way up the river. 
his story is his to tell in the way that he wants to tell it. What ends up happening, though, is as I reach down and pick up my phone and I'm scrolling through the messages, the woman that is messaging me is not a woman. It is his middle daughter. His middle daughter proceeds to share with me. I'm going to reach down and grab the phone. She shares with me. Essentially, and I'm going to paraphrase this because there's pieces and parts that I honor the sanctity of my relationship with her father and now her. She says, hey, Ryan, I don't expect you to see this nor to respond. You're helping my dad out. I heard he told you what happened to me in the last six weeks and two days. Yes, I keep track of the exact date. I want you to say, thank you for helping my dad. It means the world to me that he is getting happy since all this drama and crap has existed. I listen to your podcast a lot during school, and it's really when I have mental breakdowns, I listen to your inspiring words as it helps me get back on track to work. Thank you again so much. I listened to your podcast today, and I hope that Zeus gets better. He seems like a great dog. Have a good one, and if you want, you can reply. Thanks again. And I'm sitting here, and my freaking jaw is on the ground. Because here's this thing, right? You got this guy that didn't know how the hell he was going to pull off working with me, that has battled back and forth with limiting beliefs and self-doubt the entire time we've worked together. He's starting around the corner, right? He's accepted a different job. He's communicating with his children. He's taking his wife out. He's messaging her every day. He's running again. He's eliminating some unhealthy habits from his life. Literally in 21 days, he shares with me that his life is unrecognizable to what it used to be. Of course, that makes me feel good, right? Like that's what I'm in this for. This performance optimization, this coaching, whatever the hell you want to call it, is admittedly the most selfish thing I can do on the planet. It's selfish because it makes me feel great when I succeed and the only thing I do is win. I don't fail at this and I will never fail at this. It does not work that way. But in saying that, it's one-to-one, right? It's my relationship with him. I don't know if his family buys into it. I don't know if they're noticing the change in the man that I'm noticing. I don't know the cognitive bias that exists in their life. I can't. Because I'm not in their shoes and I'm not trying to work with them. I'm working with him. But to see the fact that his daughter goes through things in her life is seeing her dad change in front of her eyes. Feels compelled enough to reach out to me and share with me that she's buying into the process and program literally stops generational deficiencies. Think about that. The fact that this man had the balls to reach out and say, I want help. Realizing he didn't know how he was going to make it happen, but there was some way to make it work. Then he did the work and does it diligently every day. See, this performance optimization, this is not, oh, we're going to bullshit once a week for an hour. We're going to figure out life's issues. If you think that's what this is, you are sadly fucking mistaken. 
In order to play this game with me, you play big. You play all the way in, and that is exactly what he is doing. And it's not only changing his life now, it's changing his entire family's belief system. His high school daughter is reaching out, realizing there's a change in her father. Like, that's what all this is for. Like, this thing of making an impact on 125 million people's lives, you better fucking believe I will do that. Because now I can say for certain that I have this man, his four kids, and his wife, not including his social circle. This is a 20-person uptick right here. This is me pounding my chest. This is me seeing that after three and a half weeks, I have someone that is making a massive change in their life that needs to be commended. He's someone that will be a guest on this show at one point and will inevitably share the entire process that he went through. Because the man he is now can't see the man he's going to be in 90 days. That man thinks differently. That man operates differently. That man ends up leading other men to a new place. And if it's not men, it's women. He leads people, including himself and his family, to a new possibility. That's this ripple effect. That's what I'm talking about with you. You make a small change in your life and you stick to it enough and you become a hyper-aware, a hyper-aware sensitive version of yourself who starts to live a four-dimensional operating life. And you do it long enough and you do it for the right reasons. It makes an impact that's bigger than you can perceive. Like This is one of the most humbling days that I've had. Humbling, I'm honored, I'm speechless. That was my message back to her. Like, I don't even know what to say. Of course, thank you. Like, this is incredible. Secondarily, like, let me give you a shout. I need to honor her and honor the fact that she reached out to me and let her know how impactful that is. You see, again, I'm never going to break down what someone's going through. Our mess is our message and is only our message. I have chosen to take my mess and share it with you so that you can hopefully find perspective and realize you're not alone if your mess is comparable to mine. I will not share another person's mess. What I will share is the fact he is triumphing in every aspect of his life. And his family matters. I think about your life right now, you yourself. Where is it that there's these shifts that could happen? Where is it that the kids that you have, whether in your life or unborn, that you want a better existence for them than you had for yourself? Because let's not kid ourselves. For just one moment, our parents all messed us up. Every one of our parents. I don't care how great of parents you had. They did the absolute best they possibly could with the tools that they had available to them. But in that, they didn't have the tools that we have now. And they didn't do it on purpose. No different than you aren't doing it to your children on purpose. But there are things you are doing. There are words that you are saying. There are actions you are taking that are putting your children in a position that later in life, they're going to have to overcome the same battles you're overcoming. You see, humans, we are all habitual. I mean, we're habit-based. We'll even call it frequency. Up and down and up and down and up and down. And what happens if you look at the lineage, you look at your lifelong ancestry, at least going back three generations, the issues your great-grandparents had are the same ones your grandparents had. The issues your grandparents had are the same ones your parents had. 
The issues your parents had are the same ones that you're exhibiting right now. And there's a good chance right now you're like, shit, I know there's a better way to do this. I just don't know what it is. I'm tired of feeling this way. Then why don't you do something about it? Like, it's crazy. This doesn't turn into a pitch fest, and I don't mean it to be. This is just something I'm so damn passionate about because we all are there. Like, quit kidding yourself that you are not deficient. We are all deficient. There's a reason why I still work with coaches. I'm Me, myself, I get coached. I get helped. I get mentored. I get trained. Because there's never a point where we have it all figured out. There's always another level to this game. There's a deeper understanding. There's a better connection. There's a better belief system. If you're the man listening right now that's making 150 grand a year, why the fuck aren't you making 250? I'll tell you why. It's the six inches between your ears. It's not because you don't have the ability. If you're the man, or we'll say woman right now, that is unable to keep a faithful relationship, you are unable to find a good man, as it would be called. I know exactly why. It's the six inches between your ears. You just don't want to hear it. You tell yourself a bunch of lies and stories when signs arise and you run from the truth. If you're the man or woman that cannot get the body in line that they want, that's knees hurt when they got out of bed, that has all types of frustrating, debilitating thoughts about themselves, that isn't proud to take their shirt off, guess what? I get it. But there's a path to get out of that. You know where that path starts? Big surprise. The six inches between your ears. That's where this whole game's won or lost, my friends, is right there. You start figuring out how to maximize that game, and you start playing at a super high level, you start figuring out literally how to rewire your subconscious to get your neurons to fire in a new sequential order that puts you in personal power and massive production every day across the four areas of your life. When I keep saying your life becomes unrecognizable, the person you were when you started down this path, this journey, you will see that it's true. And not only will you see it's true, just like this young lady did, your family will see that it's true. And some of them will do everything they can to tear tear you down. That's that force of average. It's another episode I had. They are scared to death that you're going to ascend to a level that makes them feel small and insignificant. Guess what? It's not your battle to fight. It's theirs. You owe it to yourself to be more than you've been before, to do more than you've done before. Aren't you tired of playing small? Don't you want someone in your family to message me or message somebody else and say, thank you so much for changing the trajectory of my life? Like, it's crazy. I say to every client, less than 2% of the population has testicular fortitude to take the steps to move forward to become better than they were. Because the six inches between your ears, fuck you. They tell you you don't have the money. They tell you you're not good enough. They're going to tell you all the stories and the lies in the world. And all you do is you rob yourself and you rob your family and you rob those around you of the best version of you. That's the inspiration. That's the trickle-down effect. That's how I impact 125 million people's lives. That is exactly how I'm going to do it. And in that, some of you listening are going to reach out and finally realize you're capable of more. 
And whether you reach out to me or reach out to somebody else in the world or start picking up books or online courses or you do something to interrupt your own patterns, I will guarantee if you're willing to take those steps, you will undoubtedly get shit done.